1: to building and protecting your business worth. I have on the line today as our guests Susan and Erica from Home to Home and I'm going to have Susan and Erica explain what a unique business and service they w- uh, work with for people who are making transitions in their life. So gals, thanks very much for coming on today.
2: Thanks for having us. Thank you.
1: I have uh uh, I guess the first thing to do is, Susan or Erica, tell us a little bit about Home to Home and how you started.
2: Well, we started literally by chance. Um, in, in December of 2010, I was working as a consultant building a relocation department in a company out in California and commuting back and forth. That was about to come to the close. And my mother came in who lived in our in-law apartment. She said... Um, I just got off the phone with a friend of mine and he needs to move. And I told him you could take care of it and not to worry about it because he's rather paralyzed in the process. And that actually gave birth to home to home moving services. I worked with him to help him with his transition into a retirement community of packing and unpacking and set up. And the day of his move, I got a call from another person saying, I hear you're in this business. I have to be out of my home in three weeks. Can you help me? And from that, the business began to grow. And as it grew, then I began to take on family members to develop the business. And we work with clients that and manage every aspect of their move, from staging their home to get ready to go in the market. I help them select real estate agents if they're needing that assistance. We take care of all repairs and improvements. I have wonderful tradespeople that I work with, some of which I've worked with for over 20 years. That can help us with that. And then we pack them and move them and set up their new home. You know, and as I mentioned, it's primarily a family business. We each of us bring our own specialty to the table and working with the clients.
1: I, uh, I I have a question here, the value of of what you do, and it's almost self-explanatory, but um let's talk about the emotional value of the client where you're going in to help them do all this and get all of this off their shoulders. Tell us a little bit about that emotion that they have.
2: Uh, to, to me, this is one of the most rewarding parts of the business to me and the team members and because we see what we bring to the clients. When I have my first introductory meeting with the client and I go in and you can, you can feel their tension, you can feel their dread and almost panic. And by the time I leave, Across the board, they always say, I feel so much better. I now feel I can make this move. And I'll have clients say to me, this is the first night I've slept in weeks because now I know we have somebody that can help. We're not just about packing it and putting it in a box. We're about sitting with you and letting you reminisce as you go through and make decisions as to what should come and what shouldn't come. Um, we we focus on every emotional need a client may have. We may have a session built um, to go into pack one day or do a sorting session and we can tell when we get the the clients just not physically or emotionally up to it that would end. We reboot and reschedule and make it work to them. So it's very much about understanding a client's needs and then delivering on those needs.
1: So you have a process when you do this and I could actually visualize Someone sitting in their chair watching your <laughs> crew helping out with, uh, you know, just so much relief of stress. Right. <laughs> you know, I could see it, right? Uh, um, yeah. So do me a favor if you could just take a, a couple of seconds and just go through the procedure of what happens. And when I call you and say, I need your services, where does it start? W- what happens then?
2: Well, the, the first step is an introductory meeting to assess your needs and the timetable for making your move our preference is to have at least a six-week period from the first meeting until the move because it's important that clients have a time to process this transition and to let go so we have what we call sorting sessions and once we start the process of working together we schedule sorting sessions and we go through every drawer every cabinet all the contents of the house and we color code it. What's coming with? What's going to friends and family? What needs to be sold? What needs to be donated? And then we wait for their. We stage their home if they need it staging. If they need home improvements, I make. I bring the contractors in to do that. And then when their home goes under contract, or if they decide to move before selling, which is what we typically recommend, we pack them. I arrange for the moving company. I work with an amazing young uh, moving company. Then we set them up in their new home the day before their actual move. My team goes in and they do the closets, the kitchen, the bathrooms, the linens, and get all that set up. Then we do their move date. And then we do bring over their decorative items and art. And within 48 hours after their move, they're fully set up in their new home ready to have a cocktail party. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
2: we take care of disseminating what's left behind. Either it's through auction or donation and do a final clean out of the property.
1: So it, it, that's quite a process. And I could see where you could eliminate an awful lot of stress, not only for the person, but the family. Uh, oh, you know, Children love us. Oh, I bet you they do. <laughs> I, I bet you. I have five kids. I'm going to give them your card for the next 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I know it almost sounds ridiculous to ask you who's a candidate, because one would think this is a self Explained service, but do you find that you get unusual people calling you for your services other than someone making a move or, like, usually a senior? I'm thinking, right? But well, you get younger.
2: My kind of uh, primary focus has been with seniors. Uh, we also move people that are um, couples whose children have gone to college and they're downsizing. We move people who are that are going through the phases of living in the retirement community from independent to assisted into skilled nursing, maybe. Um, And we've had attorneys call us up that we've done their practice. I've had a doctor that we've emptied his offices out. So word of mouth gets out that we can help you with the transition and whatever it is, we usually readapt our process to suit the needs of the client.
1: Perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You know, I never thought of that. Um, people downsizing and have a lot of, you know, listen, I've been in, I, after 30 years, you flutter up to, you know, unbelievable. But um, let's talk a little bit about the business. Um, and what are the keys that you feel that you must uh, must do to support the business success?
2: I would think it would go toward business development. But in my heart of hearts, I must say the key is our service delivery. It's it is a very high touch um, process working with someone going through a move, and as you, it's moving is one I think it's the third most stressful thing that we face in life. So, our ability to be able to assess and. Determine what their needs are of each individual person and every single one is different uh, in the way you need to respond in the way you need to coach them. Um, Eric is recently working with a client and I had to have a consultation with the family member that he's bringing everything. And there was a time we would would. Or I would personally say, nope, this is just not going to work. But we're now learning that we just need to say, okay, we'll bring it, we'll pack it, we'll unpack it, we'll repack it, and then we'll get rid of it. Because sometimes they just can't manage letting it go. So I think the key is understanding the client's needs and adapting. And because it's a fluid process, oftentimes, especially in the last few months, I've created moves, uh, schedules. And then something would happen. The sale of the house wouldn't go through. There would be illness in the family. And then we would have to reboot and figure out in an already booked schedule how to adapt and make them fit into the other. So being adaptable and being able to focus on um, <laughs> being, being flexible and making sure that we can. I, I don't say no. Whenever their client has a change or has a need, we figure out a way to, to make it work.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, and you're right. That service part of it, you know, it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to actually do it the right way. And I I can understand that. Um, uh, I would say, what are what are the concerns, Susan and Erica, that you have as running a business? What are your biggest concerns as a business owner?
2: So periods, I guess. Um, We've been fortunate in the twelve years that Home to Home has been in. a company and supporting, helping people move. I've always been fortunate to have consistent business up until like I had two months last year that for the first time um, we, we didn't have many moves. And part of that problem was supply chain. The communities we were moving people into could not do the remodeling and things that they needed to do. So it meant everything got pushed back. So now we're kind of crazy because the things that would have normally been happening January, February are, are all now happening more April, May, and June. So um, managing that is is kind of a, a, a challenge.
1: Yeah, all of a sudden, uh, instead of a smooth uh, level type of uh, methodology in time, you're obviously crammed in all of a sudden, which obviously is crunch time, as they say, right? Crunch time, right? Um, so and. and- Go ahead, Susan.
2: Another another kind of challenge in in our business is because it's not full time. Um, uh, it works well for my fa- for the family members and one other staff member we have who is amazing to be flexible on timing. But I I can't build or we haven't built um, a larger staff because we can't really guarantee income. So we have to be able to find people that flexibility and hours and having a one week that may be a 30 hour week Ooh. is fine. And the next week may not be at all. Or the next week may be um, nothing. And yeah. that that creates a challenge because then when it's crunch time, you need more staff possibly. And we're very selective in the, the staff that we have working with us because I need to have total confidence that. If I'm leaving someone to pack in a, in a client's home, that they one understand the needs and are empathetic to the client, and two are totally trustworthy in you know what the what they're handling and how they're handling it.
1: Yeah, two two big elements of having uh, someone employed by you, big big elements. Yeah, um, I have a question for you, uh-huh. and it would be really what would be. the... What would be the advice you would give to people who would like to start a career like you have?
2: (laughs) I'm curious too. (laughs) Uh, I think, I think if it would be finding the right people to work in your business. Uh, We are not a moving company that just goes in and packs and puts it on, you know, puts it on truck. It gets it over there and brings the boxes in. And one of the reasons the business is the size of it is, and I haven't expanded it, is because I've managed a staff in my past life of 16 people. And, you know, if there's mistakes and so forth, you have to deal cleaning up all of the time. And to find the right people that can connect with the clients in the way that they need to be handled in this traumatic time is not easy to do. And in that if, so I would say that the hardest part would be to figure out how you're going to staff it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then second is how to go out and prospect for business. I was very fortunate that early on, I made a connection in a retirement community that really understood immediately the value that we brought to the table. So she consistently would share our information with clients, with prospective residents so we could help them with the transition. Um, I think that making those connections and establishing those relationships are critical to being able to start developing the business. There's also very, you know, real estate agents are a great way to to prospect for business as well with clients that are moving, executives that are moving that want a lot of hands-on and attention. But I think the biggest thing is finding the right people to do it because it's such a high-touch business.
1: I, I asked that question because a lot of people – can do something very well and they look at their service or their product and say, Oh, this is a wonderful idea. But It's much deeper because now you're dealing with things that you never even thought you had to deal with from business development to employees. Like once uh, one person told me yesterday, I didn't come into business to be a human resource person, but now I am. And <laughs> they, they didn't, that was not on the, uh, right. right? <laughs> so um, so let me ask you this. Who were the, maybe the two or three most influential people in your life?
2: Uh, I'm going to start with, first, my parents. And um, they definitely imbued in me a, a strong work ethic. Starting at a pretty early age, I grew up on a farm in Tennessee. And that work ethic and, and ethics that and compassion for people, I think, was fundamental. And I also had a magnificent boss when I worked in uh, relocation for DeWolf, who gave me a lot of latitude to develop, to do business development and really encouraged confidence in the ability to go out and (laughs) really go some of the times just flying by the seat of my pants when I'd be doing presentations to develop corporate business. And that that really helped me, one, learn how to do presentations and two, how to feel confident when sitting in a space that you may not necessarily feel confident in. And uh, I grew tremendously through her leadership.
1: You know, it's, uh, it's always some kind of mentoring, you know, it's always uh, something to hand down. And, you know, uh, Erica's on the line with us and she's... Helping you out, but I'm sure she's learned an awful lot over the years watching you. So mentorship is a really important part, and I'm I'm I say that quite a bit because um, in my book I talk about that about giving back to the uh, business community, much like you guys are doing right now, giving back these little suggestions. They really help a lot of people getting going, and people that are already in business that might be kind of looking for a different way. I um, want I want to thank you both for uh, stopping by and being on this podcast. Um, and I'm going to make sure that all your contact information is going to be in the summary notes so people can find you. And I believe uh, Susan, your your web is home to home a home to com home to home ct.com. there it is okay um but uh, anything else you'd like to leave us with before we end this podcast
2: thank you for having us on and also i appreciated the last question because now i've been watching my mom as my mentor and i'm looking forward to having her as my consultant as we transition this business in the next few months.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I know, I know you've been working side by side with her and that's fantastic. And uh, so it keeps on going home to home. Right. And uh, exactly. So, so when you're short help, you call your mother and say, come on in, mom. Right. No, not
2: no. <laughs> right. I would just like to share how, how I came up with the name home to home. Um, I was meeting with a friend of mine and she was helping me to prepare an ad to go into the Hartford Current. And I said, but I really want something other than SR Consulting. And she said, well, Susan, what do you do? And I said, well, we move people from one home to another home. So that's very much uh, the core of who we are. We're taking you from one home and we're creating your next
1: home. I I like it because it's simple. And when you say that people right off the bat get it pretty quickly, you know? So, listen, I want to thank you both. I do appreciate you taking the time. I know you're busy. And, again, I will make sure all contact information is up on your summary notes. And uh, thank you very much.
2: Thank you. We appreciate it.
1: Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. It was a good show today. And uh, if you would help us out by subscribing, click a like. Uh, if you have any ideas or thoughts that you would like to share with us please email me at t perone that's p e r r o n e at n e c g g i n c.com and if you are a business owner or you know business owners that would like to participate on our show certainly let me know. We certainly welcome everyone who is a business owner to help people out there that are running businesses with great ideas and strategies to make them successful. So again, thanks for tuning in. I certainly appreciate it.
0: Thank you for tuning in. Whenever you're ready to grow and protect your business while creating more balance in your life, here are three steps you can take. One, subscribe to this podcast. To request a free copy of Tom's newly published book, unlocking your business DNA, email Tom at tperone at necggincinc.com. And on the subject line type DNA, include your mailing address. And thirdly, take the one minute scorecard and report to see how efficient you are in your business planning. Email tperone at necgginc.com and request scorecard. For additional information, click the show notes.